Sessions. I'm still in France now. Hallelujah. Next week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot wait to see your face in the flesh. <laughs> oh, seriously, it's been it's been a challenge to say the least doing it over um out of the phone. Considering we only <laughs> recorded once in person before I left, we've done very well. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah, I feel like pat on the back to us because <laughs> you can't see. The other person, like, we're like, and pause. Who's going to talk and then, next? Yeah, there's like a delay as well. So, it, yeah, it's tricky. I can't wait. Yeah, so if you're listening and you, you hear those pauses or me always talking on the top of Jack, that's because... Yeah. <laughs> I usually edit them we out. We can't see each other. <laughs> we can't see each other. Uh, like my um, boyfriend was listening to and he goes, you really talk over the top of her a lot. And I was like, I don't mean to. Like, I just, <laughs> It just happens sometimes. I was like, I just can't see her. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh that's uh, funny. But not much longer. What's going on with you? Any <laughs> interesting shoots lately? Yeah, I um, I did a project for a luxury apartments development um, the other day, which was different. It oh. was like a different sort of thing, what I'm used to. But the concept was still fashion because the apartments aren't ready for like three years. So mm-hmm. to advertise they the obviously lifestyle. can't photograph them. Yeah, so we we're doing oh. the lifestyle. Um, so that was really fun. It was like eight hours and just like all around surface and broad beach. Very with fun. Like a model and a team. It was, yeah, it was really fun. So now I'm just kind of doing the selections at the moment and the editing and all the rest and just nice. preparing some other like cr- creative shoots. But yeah, it's fun. What about you? Um, well, I haven't really shot. I did some like print um, potential print stuff in the south of France, um, which I really in liked. I haven't actually France. gone through any of it yet. Um, I mean, I had this mm. idea that when I was on holiday, I would be posting kind of as I go. And I've like not really shared much of my holiday on Instagram purely because I haven't That's had time to though. actually go through the photos. Like it's just, it takes so much time and it kind of feels like work when I do it. And I've got so much other work that I need to do that I've kind of prioritized in front of posting fun holiday content that it's just kind of and fallen behind yeah 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 but I've had like a, a weird few weeks or maybe like last week um just in terms of business and like re- really reflecting on where I am and where I see myself going and like really decided that it's not good enough <laughs> and I mean I'm super hard on myself all the time but um, I've made oh, a few changes recently and switching some softwares and um, really had to sit down and had to think about how I'm using my time and how I'm structuring my days. And um, when I get back home, things are going to be a lot more structured and just different to what they had been before. And I'm really freaking excited about it. I think it's going to be like, you know, one of those game changing levels you get on, like you discover something yeah. you you know tap into a different zone and you just feel like Mm. yeah this is it this is like I've elevated myself wow I feel like I'm getting into that as soon as I get home things are changing for the better because I'm it's a new job yeah I'm I'm looking around at things I've done things I'm doing and I'm like this isn't good enough (laughs) 
classic perfectionist it's me. so f- that's honestly so funny to me because like my face right now I'm like she's got to be kidding me like everyone that knows if you know Jack you know she's the most organized the most driven the most like just get it done person ever (laughs) and like her back end is like incredible and she does it all herself so I don't actually understand how you can be yeah but that's the thing organized than you are it's it's been too much like I was doing too much and I wasn't doing the best that I could at any of those things so I'm figuring out right. um, what I can outsource and, you know, listing out all of the things that I can give to my um, PA and and hand off those tasks mm. so that I can really excel at the things that I want to be doing. Um, yeah. No, yeah. that's so true. Being able to – yeah, it can't be the master of all, like we said in the last yeah. episode. Like just, you know, pick the ones that you're good at and just do those really well. Yeah, and I've, like, decided mm. to set up a few more creative shoots when I'm back some styled wedding ones cool. and some um, personal branding kind of ones. So, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm tapping into my creative zone again um, in order to Yay. kind of propel myself to that next level. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good couple months, except for, like, trying to find a house. I am very stressed about that when I get back home. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all right. I have, like, a deluxe swag if you need. <laughs> just the, I'm just the like, big daddy swag. We Just were meant to move out on the 7th of October and Richie is going to be in Bali then. So that's not ideal. So then I emailed saying like, hey, can we have an extra couple of weeks? Um, but then I've just realized even if they say yes to that, the week, the last week of October, um, the second last weekend of October, I have two weddings, one of which, which is in Melbourne. And then I might be doing the US trip that got cancelled because I got sent home at the airport. So we might be doing that again, which means uh, if I do go at the end of October, it's still going to be a nightmare moving. So anyway, I'm just like stressed about that. We haven't found somewhere yet. Um, it's kind of too early to even look because most of them are available in like mm. you know a few weeks. It's not like, hey, we want this a month and a half out. So yeah, I'm Maybe, just a bit, yeah. bit stressed. <laughs> Maybe I'll find you a house on the Gold Coast just on the slide. Yeah, that's oh, not happening. Oh, well, it's the only place you have. <laughs> Look, I'll come and Why visit not? you. I'll come and visit. We can find a nice <laughs> studio to record in down there. But yeah, I'm probably not living on the Gold Coast. I'm very, I'm very much a Sunshine Aww. Coast girl. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> there's I'm still, for the Gold there's Coast. still time to convince you. <laughs> oh, come on. You're in the retirement village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, today. Time at 4.30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today. <laughs> Today we are... Let's get into the topic, hey? That was too quick. <laughs> let's get into today's topic. Um, we're just having a let's. casual little chit-chat episode about products and like accessories, softwares that we love and also ones that we think are overrated. Um, so this mm. will be just a, a quick little little rundown of our our thoughts, feelings, emotions. <laughs> yeah because I feel like a lot of photographers probably get asked this question it's like what gear do you use do yeah. you do presets do you like what do you use so we're just gonna tell you yeah <laughs> so we can just share this link from now on yeah um yeah. my first one that I'm gonna tell everyone about is my hold fast dual camera sling this thing uh, is yes. my pride and joy <laughs> I've had a lot of like different brands of like straps and things and nothing compares to this. It's like the proper leather. 
It's the screw-in base. Um, and I, th- I originally got this because I was like, oh, just when I do weddings, because I shoot dual cameras, um, like anyone should on a wedding. Um, I was like, this will be really handy just for weddings. And now I literally use it for like almost every shoot. It's that handy. And it's so comfortable. Mm. You never get a sore back. It's just like this thing is amazing. And it is expensive. It's like nearly $400 Australian, I think. Um, but oh, wow. it is so, so worth it. It's amazing quality. So comfy. Everything just like sits where it needs to. Nothing's like, you mm. know, swinging when you walk and smashing you in the hip. It's just like, it's great. I love it. Mm. it's so funny I actually um posted on my story like a competition once it was like to win one of those oh yeah and I put it on my story um like you know to get into the competition and someone thought it was like a bondage thing like like a sex oh thing oh my god and they were like I had quite a few messages from people like Christy what are you doing like why are you posting this on your story and I was like it's a camera strap oh I my promise gosh. <laughs> because not it didn't have ca- it didn't have well, it didn't have a camera on the like thing. It just had the straps yeah. and stuff. And it <laughs> that's so funny. And that's all I that's all I think of now when I see those things. I'm like, is that what people? Oh <laughs> my gosh! It's not so you bondage. Didn't win it. it is actually. <laughs> I didn't win. Yeah. So then I just like put myself out there, and people thought I was into some weird sex thing. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. <laughs> just wanted the camera strap for free. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of straps, the other uh, one that I use, if I am using like a single camera, um, I used to have the mm. kind that, oh my God, for too long I was using the one that came with the camera, which is so cringe. Um, and then I switched to one. <laughs> Embarrassing. I actually switched to a one that was like a, um, I think it was a peak design and it was like a hand one, like that goes on the side and you just slip your hand through. Oh yeah, I've seen those. And the strap literally broke. And I was holding it with one hand. Oh. So luckily, like, like, I caught the camera. But that could have been disastrous because so many times I've, like, put it, you know, off a cliff and, like, taken a photo and could have been mm. <laughs> really bad. So wouldn't suggest those. And then the other okay. ones I got after that were the ones that, like, clip into either side of your camera. And it kind of just, like, sits against mm. your stomach facing out. And with these, that I found that the height that I wanted it at whenever I was walking, it would swing and like smash me in the hip and I would get bruises on my hips. And then if it was higher, Mm. I wouldn't like the height of it. It was getting in the way. Um, And then I was borrowing a camera. I was like testing a Nikon from a a family friend and he had one of those um, straps that screws into the base of your camera, like where the tripod screws in. And at first I was like, oh, this is a bit lame. This is a bit geeky. Um, and then after like a couple hours of using it, I was like, this is amazing. It just sits in the right place. Um, you can, you can put it on the side. So if I'm ever like hiking or walking with a camera, this is what I'll use. Um, yeah, I really, really like it. It's easy to like just grab, you know, like sling style. Um, yeah. So the screw in base ones, if I'm using a a single camera strap, that is 1000% Mm. what I will get from now on. Wow. I actually had no idea they existed. Oh, they're so good. That, like go into the like the tripod area. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like the, um, you know, like the designy, cool looking straps for me personally. I just like functional, <laughs> black, keep it simple. Mine's. Your, your rainbow mine's one. Mine's like a. I mean, it's you. It's not for oh, me. Oh, that's, that's, 
that's my film camera one that yeah, was because I did my um I just did my skippers course and I was like real into like ropes and stuff because yeah. we had to like learn all these notes yeah um let's sorry notes or we had to learn all the knots for like you know the boats yeah and I was like oh I'm gonna look look for a new camera strap but I wanted to get like a rope one so I could practice my knots oh my gosh <laughs> that's so funny oh uh, became such a Bodhi <laughs> but my uh, my real one that's just my fun that's my film camera one yeah. um but my other one's like a leather like brown leather strap real indie and it's got my name engraved on it I was like oh this is hip and it's actually very comfortable yeah okay. um but that's the one that goes goes on to either side so yeah. you'd probably hate it because it it yeah. looks nice look so I don't hate designer. them I just can't go back <laughs> after the screw in base one I just love it yeah, I feel like your strap says a lot about you, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm functional <laughs> and a bit Jack's geeky. A functional person. Yeah. I'm like a very rainbow and sporadic person. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I um I recently this is like taken me way too long to buy, but I recently found like finally found what I like. Just an SD card holder for so long. Yeah, I've been needing to buy one. Yep, this is I one of finally my ones. found one because. I just wanted to get like, I, I like things nice. So I wanted to get a leather one. So I never bought one purely oh because gosh. I couldn't find a nice looking one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I finally, you know, there's that new camera brand. I'm sure everyone's seen it. Taz and Tez, the um, camera bags and stuff. Oh, yeah. They do really cool, like functional bags. They're like a local, like two girls that started a camera straps and stuff. Um, but they came out with like a leather SD card holder and I was like finally <laughs> like, oh my goodness so now I have an SD card holder nice. and I'm not losing my SD cards anymore and I'm like this is su- such a simple thing I should have just bought an ugly one but I was like no nah, I'm gonna wait for another one See, and it's been a lifesaver because I lost so many SD cards in the past I wouldn't lose mine but they would just like be in severe risk of damage like I would just fling them anywhere <laughs> and I would like mm. wonder why my <laughs> SD cards wouldn't work sometimes um, but I didn't even know these yeah. existed until the girl that did my sister's wedding um, had one. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, so handy. Um, and she was mm. probably like, it's fucking normal, you weirdo. But <laughs> after that, I got one. It's <laughs> yeah, just literally. A, literally a pelican one. Um, and, yeah, mm. I love it. It's great. It's handy. Like, I have one side for the ones that I know are empty and one side for the ones that I know are, like, do not touch these. And I, like, flip it over on the other side so I know don't touch these until I, you know, store mm. them and everything. Um, but yeah, mm. love that. Love my little Pelican SD case. And actually my Pelican camera case, which I also uh, yes. was considering buying for the longest time. And I just didn't feel like it was necessary uh, until a recent point when I started traveling more for work. And then it's like, you really need it if you're traveling, if you're flying. You just need mm. your gear to be safe and secure and um it's also good because you can lock it up if you're at like a wedding venue or something and you need to leave your bag somewhere you can literally lock it and just know that it's safe there or lock it against something as well um yeah so Mm. i would very much recommend a pelican case i think mine is the 1530 air or something let me check yeah i like yours let me check what it is one sec all right I'll just sit here and talk to everyone. How's your day, guys? How's life? What's been going on? What's the 401? Okay, I'm back. It's the Pelican <laughs> Air 1535. Um, so it's like mm. it's on wheels. It's um, pretty light. It's get the Trek Pack one. 
not the foam. The Trek pack is amazing. Um, saves you a lot of space in there. And yeah, you can, it's like carry on size. So you can bring it on. I brought it as a carry on, on like to Europe. So yeah, you're not risking yeah, seeing it under the plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially with everyone's luggage getting lost at the moment, you kind of want to make yeah, sure legit. it's carried on. But I also saw um, when I did that wedding with you, just your Pelican case, it just was so like, I don't know, put my mind at ease seeing your gear in that. Because I don't, like, I've been meaning to get one for ages. And it just seems so secure and, like, comforted and loved yeah. in there. Like, it's not just everything getting knocked has a around. And just... Yeah, because the thing with the Trek mm. pack is you can, you literally measure everything out based on your gear. So, everything fits perfectly. Yeah. So, every lens has a place. Every camera has a place. And then I have, like, um, you know, film has a little place. Extra batteries. Everything has its place. And it's just really satisfying. <laughs> I, you guys should see her face right now. She's like going red. She's so happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy one. Fine, yeah. I'll buy one. Would recommend. <laughs> um, speaking arm. of SD cards, <laughs> this one's a little um, mm. controversial, but I use the fastest possible memory cards, which, I mean, I've listened to mm. a lot of podcasts, you know, TikToks, everything about people saying which cards they use. And no one ever uses these and I don't understand. Maybe it's again because they overshoot, but I use the 300 <laughs> megabyte per second um, SD cards and I use either 64 or 128 gig um, hmm. just so I don't have to switch so often. And I freaking love them. If I have a few that are the 170, the, you know, step down a bit slower. And as soon as I have to use mm. one of those, I'm just like, <sighs> I just you know, frustrates me. I don't like them as much. So, yeah, I would recommend yeah. if you're shooting a lot um, and if you're shooting high-paced things like weddings or sport, I would definitely recommend the fastest possible memory cards. Yeah, I just use the sand disk like everyone else, but the 190 megabytes per second, like okay, the yeah. gold ones. Yeah. Um, and I got a 128, mum. Got one. Nice. And it's, it's been great. It? It's your favourite? <laughs> I do. Yeah, nice. it is. It's really good. I bought it for that eight-hour shoot because I didn't want to swap, like, all my cards out. And yeah. I, this lasted me all day, so it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, 190 does me fine. But, the you know, the step down, I don't remember how many megabytes they are per second. But every time I have to put that in my camera, the, the grey SD, it's, like, death. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so, so slow. Yeah. Even you if you're shooting really away. slow, it's, it, it just still can't keep up yeah so definitely at minimum at minimum get the 190 yeah. megabytes per second um it's just way better yeah. do you have a next one uh yeah <laughs> just lost my voice for a second um getting real authentic batteries for your camera they are just ah. way better okay. i find anyway like i've gotten the um I guess the cheaper brand batteries before. I guess it depends as well what camera brand you're using. Yeah. Um, but I find sometimes the cheaper batteries, even though people be like, oh, they're really good. They're just as good as like the Canon Canon ones or whatever. They're just never the same. See, I use they're the, the New Year ones. I have two Sony and I have three New Year, I think it's called. And mm. I cannot notice a difference at all. I think the thing with these really? ones are you're more likely to get a dud. And if you get a dud, then yeah, you will really notice. 
but I think I'm just lucky. Like mm. the the three pack that I bought, they're all totally fine. Um, literally don't know. Yeah, maybe a I got a dud one. But then. I have had a dud on my old camera that had um, different kinds of batteries. I have had a dud in that kind. So you pay mm. a lot less for the off-brand ones, but the newer ones, um, I think, I mean, in my experience, pretty good. Yeah. Mm. I guess it depends then. I think like I cheaped out on one battery. I can't remember what brand it was, what off brand it was, but it's just like, I don't know. I put up with it for so long yeah. and then you have it, you only get like an, I don't know, maybe an hour or two out of it. Yeah. And then I went and just bought like the proper Canon ones. Cause yeah. I was like over I mean, it and they last me like eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like extra, like way it's better. And I was like, oh, yeah. the guy at the camera, st- the guy at the camera store was like, it's fine, just get the cheap ones. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I got an extra like six hours out of the <laughs> Canon one. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's worth the extra money, but it, like you said, I probably just bought a dud. Yeah. So just test them. Yeah, I think. Are you? But also flash batteries. Yeah. Um, one of my so underrated things is the sensor cleaning swabs um i used Mm. to always get mine done professionally because i was terrified of scratching my sensor um and Mm. until a friend like knocked the sensor into me and he's like what are you doing like you can literally buy a 20 pack of sensor cleaners for the price of getting it cleaned once not to mention it's like so annoying taking it somewhere to get cleaned and you have to leave it for like three hours when all they do is a 30 second So I I've the never swabs. gotten my camera clean. Looked on YouTube on how to clean it, and it's so freaking mm. easy. So now I do that like before every wedding, before every video shoot, particularly because you can't. I mean, it's a lot harder to edit out dust in video. Um, but mm. yeah, so recommend getting your own sensor cleaning swabs, and you know the little, the little um pump to blow out the dust, yes, and then yeah. just giving it a little one two yeah. with the sensor swab. Yeah. So glad I yeah, taught myself you should to do that. Link, link some in the description because yep. I um we'll link everything I actually. Like, Let's just go through thing. and link everything we recommend. Link the stuff because um yeah I've never gotten my camera serviced or cleaned ever and Ooh, it's you should do fine. That. Yeah, but I, I know I need to. Get mine, but it's like, been fine. Taken apart and cleaned, you know, like all in the little Same, buttons, like yeah. everything. I really just want that. Just to make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> just to satisfy my needs. Well, I shoot at the beach a lot. Yeah. So I can't even imagine the sand that's in in there. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, so true. When I worked... The salt water When I worked in the... Um, yeah. I worked in a photo shop for two months when I was on Morton. Mm. And like we would shoot in the water with the dolphins and then we would shoot like during the day on the sand, on the sand dunes. Mm. So the cameras would come back. We would have to clean them and it's windy every single time. So windy, like the sand jammed all the buttons. And then yeah. so the guy that owned the camera shop, he wouldn't buy casing because he was like, oh, it's too expensive. But then he was buying new cameras oh, so often idiot. because they would just die. And it yeah. was like so frustrating. I literally had to, I had to change jobs there. I was like, I can't talk to you because <laughs> you're not you. helping yourself. <laughs> I was like, you're not helping yourself. You're like, we are throwing these cameras yeah. out that are so expensive, like every couple weeks because of the damage, no. but he wouldn't buy casing. Oh my God. Yeah. Because they would get like sandstorms and then yeah. the cameras were just gone. Wow. <laughs> like we're wearing, we're wearing like earbuds. So the sand wouldn't jam our ears up and like wrap around glasses yeah that's intense. and like just full on like because the sand but then the cameras are naked out 
taking photos. Yeah. So they just got destroyed. So help your little camera. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Get it cleaned. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what what else do you reckon, or what gear is um, your favorite? How about film cameras? So I've been through mm. quite a few film cameras. I have a little Pentax at home that I quite like. It's just a point and shoot. Um, the one I bought here is a Canon SuperShot 105, and I love it. I bought it in like a little secondhand store mm. in Brussels. It's great. And then I recently bought a Canon A1 at home and very much struggling with it. Like it's it's a lot more complicated mm. than just a point and shoot. And I don't know if I haven't figured out how to use it properly yet or if it's just not really working. And I mm. don't know if I want to go through more rounds of film to like figure that out, you know, because it's so expensive as, as mm. it is. Um, yeah, trying to learn. So I think the little point and shoots are amazing just for like fun memories and um little shoot mm. add-ons that's what i do um yeah, yeah. i think i think the I point think it, shoots yeah, just over the like you know those mid-range ones like the a1 that like they're supposed to be better but they're that hard to figure out and then on the other end you've got mm. yours where just like incredible um so yeah that's that's my stance on film cameras yeah no i do agree with that because i I think I've spoken about it in the last episode. I started with the point and shoot and it mm. was really old. Like you can't actually get the film developed anywhere near me. Like I had to send it to Sydney and mm. I had to buy my film from that Sydney store because it was 110 film mm. um, or 120, 110, I think. So they're really, really small, really cute and like just adorable. And I loved it. And then straight, which from that, they only had two buttons. There was two different zooms and mm. then just one button to take the photo and that was it um and then you don't have to wind anything like you don't wind it up yeah. at all like you do with ae1 yeah and then i bought the ae1 and then i just like it was too much for me it was yeah. overwhelming going from that to an ae1 and then i just did so many dud rolls like i didn't load it properly or yeah. just things like that and it was quite complicated like some photos turned out really nice but it just like to do it professionally to be unsure so when you're shooting like just was too nerve yeah it was too nerve-wracking yeah. I was like oh I don't want to make you pay for a film shoot if I don't know if it's even going to come out right yeah um so I sold sold that one and now um I use the EOS 5.5 and yeah. that's still quite mid-range as well um like that cost me I think 400 um and I love it like I haven't really like there's a lot more on it that I could look into like there's mm. it really looks like a digital um like DSLR camera like it's actually a really nice like it almost looks digital but it's yeah. film and you don't have to roll it I just think that's like the best thing when you're on a shoot yeah is being able to just chuck a roll in yeah and it Close rolls it, and it, it up for it, you yeah. and it tell yeah and then you open up the back and it's already rolled back into itself yeah. and like See, I just it's wish I could done. get a That's film camera that I that. could use my Sony lenses on, but that does not exist. So I'm gonna just have a little cry about that right now. Yeah, well, I can only use, I can only use half my lenses on my film, which sucks because I'm getting more booked like half half, like film yeah. or digital now. Well, that's still something. And like, all you can the still create epic stuff. Well, my one of my prime lenses does go on my film lens, um, on my film camera, but then my other 
like my 70 to 200 lens only fits on my mirrorless because mm. it's a newer lens yeah, gotcha. and you can't go backwards mm. can't go backwards but the other one I can put on like it's annoying because I'm just like mm. oh I kind of want to just focus on film but then I'm like well I can't because I just spent four grand on a lens that I can't even yeah. use on my film camera or any other film camera for that so mm. yes film is fun though it's just very expensive yeah um another little wreck is a a little small continuous light that I bought it's the aperture light storm 60x um so it's ls 60x and this was I think it was like 600 bucks it's I pop it on a stand um either for like small studio shoots or for weddings as well if it's like super dark at the speeches or in the dance floor you can just pop it on a stand and point it and like you're good to go um this thing is amazing like it just helps so much even if they want like outdoor photos at a wedding um at night and you can like backlight them like it's just a super handy awesome reliable light it's not too expensive and can be used for photo and video so yeah i love this light i've got three lights and this one is the least expensive and probably my most used how much is it did you say like 600 i think like a roundabout 600 yeah. and it like you think that when you rock up to a photo shoot and like that's your go-to you say well i've only recently got it um oh, so okay. it depends again what i'm doing if it's a photo shoot i'll use multiple um like if it's a, it mm. just depends what i'm trying to achieve so if I want like a spotlight or something, this is what I'll use. Um, if I want like a studio style with a, like a white background, then I'll point this one at the background to light the background up and then have yep. a flash yep. on the subject. Bounce it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just really handy and versatile. Yeah, that's good because I feel like a lot of people, they just need a light. Like they yeah. don't need all the fancy lights. They just need one Yeah, and one they can that, be confusing. Like when you rock, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Having a continuous one or when, when you rock up to a photo shoot and you just don't have, like, if you don't have a light and then you just get nervous, like, what if yeah. it's dark, what do you do? Like, yeah. just having that one go-to. Yeah. Yeah, I've Oops. been shopping around trying to find a good one. So maybe I'll buy that one. Yeah, check it out. Um, are you ready check to go out. in our overrated and not recommended things? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, my first is... On the topic of lighting, um, when I was in Munich and I was doing like starting doing some portraits and things, I bought those. I bought one of those um, studio kits that comes with like the background and the two standing lights that you just like plug in and they turn on. Ah, oh, these okay. things are so bad, <laughs> so yeah. bad. It's like <laughs> such amateur hour. Please don't ever get these. Like they're so so bad. They don't even sync with the camera yeah. right. So like you sometimes you have lines on the photo because the frequency of the light isn't in time like with your shutter speed. It's just it's not a good situation. It's not professional. Please don't ever do this. Not into it. Yeah. And on that same one, um you know those product light boxes? Like the little the yeah. square boxes that are white inside and have a light in there. And they're meant to be like really good for products. Not good. Again, amateur hour. If you need to shoot products, just set it up in a studio. Like this is not not good. I've done like some real ghetto product setups that all turn out way better than a light box. 
I just love natural light for anything. I'm like yeah, a natural like fanatic. Yeah, but like you can't achieve everything sometimes with with natural light. I know. Or if, you, <laughs> if the natural light isn't ideal, you can't just be like, oh, we're just going to do it on another, another day. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do. I'm just like. I get you. I do love natural light too. That's my jam. But yeah. Um, when you're in a like, if, situation where you need it, you need it. You need to. Yeah. I mean, so many times you require lights, but mm. like if you're doing products, like I just, I know it's like all the studio lights and everything makes it look very professional, but like every time I've just played around with products and shot them in natural light and made a little backdrop and everything, they just look mm. so much better. Yeah. It's just so even and beautiful. Yeah. You got to work but on what works for you. Depends what you're going for. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you buy presets is this something that you I've bought presets do yeah. or would you say they're overrated um mm-hmm. no I I like it um I've bought I think three rounds of presets I think maybe four two were so bad that I just never touched after like doing the previews um mm. and two I think were the base of how I started kind of what I use now so I would put it on and tweak it, tweak it and then create that as a new preset and then tweak that and create yeah. that as a new. And, you know, over the years, this has just yeah. become something so different Changed. to what it started yeah. out from. Um, and that's kind of what I mm. use now. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's bad, but I, I wouldn't buy them to use them, you know, straight as they come and then call that your own, if you know what I mean. Um. Mm. Yeah. So I'm. Um, I don't mind it. Yeah, because I feel like it became such a fad there for a while. Like everyone was oh, just yeah, big buying time. presets and selling presets. presets. Yeah, and I like. I think I bought one set of presets, and that was Max Thompson. He does like a really nice black and white. Oh yeah. And I was going through my black and white phase, and I was like, oh, I want to achieve this black and white. So I was just like, oh, stuff it. I'm just gonna mm. invest in his. And I just didn't like them. I was yeah. like, but they look so good in his photos, and I was like, so disappointed. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. damn it! I just spent all this money, and then I just end up using my own anyway. And then um. Yeah, my friend gave me a bunch or like he went and bought heaps and he gave me like his big pack. And I just, mm. I don't know, they just do not, like you apply them on your photo and I just wasn't into them. Yeah. I feel like they'd definitely help when you're starting out if like you don't know what you're doing. But yeah, I like always chop and change my editing style. And I feel like if you yeah, just buy it with presets, you just, you're not getting your own creativity out, I find. Yeah. Like it's so much fun finding your styling, like your style yourself. I feel like it's good when you when you feel like you're stuck and you're like, mm. I need to change something, but I don't know what. And you've been playing around and just nothing's quite hitting. Um, I've done it a few times to like buy one or use one just to like see what I like and just alter things until mm. you have an idea and you're like, ah, I like that. And then you use that aspect of it and, you know, you just chop and change it so much that it becomes your own. Um, so I don't mind it when you're like in a rut and like feeling that something needs to change. It can kind of give you some inspiration. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I saw a lot of people when that fab was going around, like they would just buy presets and just put them on their photos and that was the end. Yeah. <laughs> like they wouldn't adjust it and it was, 
I don't know. And every camera setting, like your four cameras on different settings and the presets not going to look the same as what they made mm. it on as well. Yeah, yeah. They're so different depending on what camera, color profiles and everything. Mm. Um, my next one is the sunset lights. You know these things, the little orange sunset lights that became like a bit of a fad? Oh, I think I saw some videos on these. Yeah. So <laughs> I bought it? one and I was like, this is going to be so sick. <laughs> I tried to use it in a shoot, but like... You literally need to be in a pitch black room for it to come up. And I was in like a, nat- like a mm. not a natural light studio, but a studio that could be used with natural light. And like mm-hmm. you just couldn't even see the orange. And I was like, oh, well, this is awkward. <laughs> it's just not working <laughs> at all. So, yeah, uh, overrated in my books. <laughs> I feel like you would have a pile in your office of just, just things that you've tried yeah. and that you've just hated. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the dump. Yeah. Um, And another like fatty thing is when I feel like people use this in or used to do this in weddings a lot. When you use like cellophane or some plastic or something and put it in front of the camera to get like the, you know, shiny, blurry. I I think this is such a like lame fad. Yeah. Yeah. I tried the, um, the light prism, like the triangle. Yeah. Like glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I ever used it. Prefer- I think I tried on a few shoots, but it was just like so awkward. Like you're holding like this prism in front of the lens yeah. and you're like, hold that, hold that. Just don't move. And you're just moving around this prism trying to get I the shot. I have the prism ones. I don't mind them. Mm. I think they're like really handy mm. for like one or two shots. Like I use them for a detail shot in the weddings and if I have time, I'll play around with some in the portraits. But like for every one good photo, there's like 50 that are just shocking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's if you have like the money to spare, then it's like something fun you can get creative with. Mm. But it's Mm. by no means a staple. No, definitely not. I think I bought it years ago. Uh, and I, there's definitely, if you scroll through my Instagram, you can see mm-hmm. it on a few portraits. There's like a rainbow going across oh, yeah. cause the, the light prisms hit. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely fun. Like if that's a, the style of the shoot is yeah. like that different sort of look. Um, that definitely, I don't know, not something I'd pull out every time. But I got mine off eBay for like 10 bucks. So yeah, that'll do it. Not bad. Mine was not. <laughs> mine was far too expensive. Um The next one, I think this is my last one, but this is kind of completely backtracking on what I've said in previous episodes. Um, But I'm kind of getting over the laces. They're just so slow. And I know that a lot of people use the SanDisk ones. Tanya was telling us about these as well, that they're like way faster. Yeah. And since then, I've been noticing like it pop up again and again and again. And I think it's going to be one of these things that's similar to the SD cards for me. Um, I'm going to buy one and test it out and I have a feeling that I'm just never going to go back or I'll get a couple as like my working hard drive so that when I'm dropping files and stuff, it's way quicker and use the laces as my like permanent storage for things. So it's kind of just pissing me off at the moment. Like even this, this lacy that I have now, it keeps disconnecting and reconnecting even when it's still and yeah, it's just grinding my gears. So I'm going to try the SanDisk ones and come back to you with my, with my um, opinions. <laughs> I'm interested to hear because I actually had a message from someone the other day and they were like, 
um, what hard drive do you use? And I was like, oh, the Lacey. And they're like, oh, really? That's so expensive. I just use one I get from Kmart. Oh, no, don't do I that. Was like, Dear God, don't no. do that. No. Unless you want to lose everything. Like, they're all the same. Done. Yeah. He's like, they're all the same. No, no. Because no. um, I always like just edit just edit from home anyway. So I'm not moving them around too much. I'm like, no, 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 the no, no, no. They're corrupt <laughs> and you will lose everything. <laughs> I know. And I was like, what? Like the Lacey's are like, Lacey's they're are not that bad. And they're, they're reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So don't go buy one from Kmart. Yeah. Um, they will break. They yeah. will break despite what you think. Literally. I have like a a few hard drives that have corrupted on me and just never returned. And mm. they were like, they weren't cheap either. So no, they're not. You can never be too safe. Yeah. Back up your backups. Mm. Back them up. Well, I think that's about it for me. Do you have anything else? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I think honestly. We've covered quite a bit. I'm probably blocking out all the stuff that I hated. I'm just <laughs> not wanting to think about it ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. But there are a few things. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> you go. No, I was going to say there was a few things I did try, um, like just experimenting to do it cheaper, which I actually little recommendation here for headshots. I some of my favorite portraits I've ever taken. Um, will I went and bought like they were like ten cents, just like a three pieces of paper, different oh, colors, yeah. and then did like little studio shoots, but just for headshots and yeah. got really creative, and like all different color paper, um, and then we just blue tack it to my wall in natural light. Some of my favorite portraits ever. Yeah, I've done the I'm same like, thing you with. Do not. Um, yeah. You know, like the vinyl product backdrops you can buy, like all different colors and mm. things. I've used those a bunch for exactly that. Um, and then for like yeah. product stuff as well, because then you can just wipe them down and use them again. Yeah. I feel like people think to do like headshots or any sort of creative photo shoot, you need to have the full setup, but no, they cost most me 10 of the time cents. It's such a ghetto setup and you'd never know. Yeah, like 10 cents or it's like a, you know, I did a black and white like shoot and just had a black sheet strung up on my tiny little balcony. And yeah. again, some of my favorite shots ever. It looked like a black studio, but not nah, just a dodgy little sheet. I think it was hanging off like a couple chairs or something. Yeah. Amazing. And those photos went everywhere. Yeah. So do things cheap. Be creative. <laughs> Alrighty, I think it that's works. about it, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening again. Um, we love ya. We've been getting some really nice messages from people, which just makes my day every freaking time. So thank you so much. It does. Please give us we a review you. if it's a nice one. <laughs> please subscribe. <laughs> that helps us so much. And please share and recommend to other people you think might be interested in the pod. Yeah, we love it. We love having you guys listen to us. And we love that we get to just talk crap and that you actually like it. Because we like the sound of our own voices. <laughs> we sure do. Alrighty, catch you well, next time, guys. Next week, guys. Follow us on Instagram yeah. too. Shots Five Pod. Oh, yeah. And me, it's Jackley. And Kate. <laughs> and Kate on photo. Love ya. Bye. Plug. Bye bye.